Hello, and welcome to another edition of Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. I am your one of your hosts, Pastor Chris Graveson, and my lovely and talented co-host, Miss Joyce Adams, Hello, is everyone. joining us today. <clears throat> and we have, I'm so excited about so many things about this show. I'm just so psyched. For one thing, we have another guest, our second guest that we're talking to, and I... I am reasonably certain that unlike our last guest, our my my evil child, <laughs> she will not verbally assault me. <laughs> she will you not leave know. me. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but our, our our guest is uh, Debbie Fiedler. She is the director of Young Life in Lake County, California. And among other wonderful things, and just a wonderful sister in Christ that we, we love and adore. Um, but we're going to talk about some good stuff um, that, that she's t- uh, that she's here to talk about. But first, the the other thing I'm so one of the other things I'm so excited about is we are now available on five different platforms. Um, f- two of the three biggest ones out there. So you can listen to us. If you're listening to us on Podbean and you'd rather listen to us on Spotify, you can do that. You can also, we are also on Amazon, on Amazon Music. We are on Google Podcasts and cool thing for my daughters, we're on iHeartRadio too. So (laughs) I don't know why that's better, but they think that's the better. So, (laughs) and the best thing is what I didn't even know (laughs) that when we signed up and put the, uh, but put the podcast on Podbean. We get a a, a dedicated um, website along with the whole thing. So if you don't want to do the whole thing with the, you could tell your friends who don't want to do the whole thing with downloading an app or something like that. They're not into apps. Simply go to coffeebaconguy.podbean.com. And it's and all the stuff is listed there. We're gonna take some, we're gonna get some more pictures in there. And I love Joyce's new glasses, so we're gonna get Joyce's glasses <laughs> yes, on, I love on the website. Great color, and yeah. Dollar oh. store, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works, babe. <laughs> they work on you, Joyce. I have seven or eight pairs. <laughs> so we're in it. It's just really cool. I'm I'm excited about it. And if you have a subject that you'd like us to talk about. Um, just go to our Facebook page, like and follow us on Facebook. Go to Coffee Bacon and Other Sacred Things on Facebook, and put it in the comments section. What you'd like to what you'd like to talk us to talk about. And so here's some. I like to do a daily question. <laughs> I'm already snickering. <laughs> some of them are stupid, but some. Of them, I mean, think about it. How different would science be if Newton sat under a coconut tree instead of an apple tree? <laughs> Because the you know the legend is he got hit on the head by an apple, so it's not true. But that doesn't matter to our rhetorical <laughs> question here. I think he might not be here if he sat <laughs> under a coconut tree. Say, Gravity <laughs> would have to um, wait a while to be discovered. Yeah, we we might have been been through a few more, you know, less a few more of his laws, uh, but uh, it's just fun. But um, also, I'm, uh, I want to talk about a new movie coming out, and you know we're both huge fans of of movies and. I'm not going to talk about your favorite TV program. Don't ever mention it on TV on this <laughs> I show. <lips> are <laughs> I would never say the name. But there's a, a new movie coming out next week. It's a it's a new Christian based you know uh, religious based movie. It's called Jesus Revolution, and the cast is really impressive. It it's uh, Kelsey Grammer, you know mm-hmm. Fraser fame, mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Rumi, which you may not 
recognize it, but he is also he plays Jesus on the Chosen. Oh yes, if you've watched that. So, and he's a Jesus type figure in this movie, apparently, by just going by the trailers. And a guy named Joel Courtney um, play. He's his major claim to fame apparently is Super Eight, back in 2011. So 12 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, but uh, I want to read the description because it just it, it's uh, wonderful. It says in the 1970s, Greg Laurie and a sea of young people descend on sunny Southern California to redefine truth through all means of liberation. Inadvertently, Lori meets a charismatic street preacher and a pastor who opened, who opened the doors to a church to, to a stream of wandering youth. What unfolds is a counterculture movement that becomes the greatest spiritual awakening in American history. And it's I can't remember the last time I cried watching a movie trailer. It moved me so much. Um, Kelsey, uh-huh. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer is this small, a pastor of a very small church. You know, he's in his 50s or 60s, so he, look, he doesn't look like a pastor today. Because pastor today, you have to be bald with a beard. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Because, <laughs> well, maybe it's just to be a Nazarene pastor because Cecily's pastor in Okinawa, Japan, looks just like me. Hmm. <laughs> so, and then we have several people here, several pastors here That's in town. That's right, the we same do. Way. Mm-hmm. So, but um, he's a small town, you know, a small church pastor, and he starts talking with this street preacher and about opening his doors and you know his his congregation aren't all for it but it's what i wish we would do today to the to all of the different communities whether it's the you know the gay community or the drug community or the homeless community just throw the doors open and welcome everybody in and it just it's 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 what i had been preaching here for so many years and what blessed me was I was watching it with Corinna and she literally looked at it and said, dad, that's, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, that's me right there. excuse me. Well, I, do- yes, I got to give myself oh, no. a little bit of applause. <laughs> I thought I disabled that button. <laughs> well, we, we, our doors are open to anybody, but we don't actually reach out to them. Yeah. But our doors are open to anybody who wants to come in. But this is a, the, yeah, that's just the pastor. It just, it just, it looks like a wonderful movie. I haven't seen it yet. It, it comes out. Uh, its initial release date is next Wednesday, February 22nd. And it's out everywhere on February 24th, Friday the 24th. And what's cool is uh, the Brenda and I will be in Nashville next week. Ooh. So, so I'm hoping to take Corinna and maybe some of her friends to go see it too. I just fantastic. I just hope the churches don't start renting out the theaters for their people to come in and watch it. I want them to me in a, in a movie like this when what that we think can be a, a ministry. I think they should give the uh, give the congregants free tickets, buy buy tickets for it, and then give them to their congregants to take their friends who don't know Jesus mm-hmm. and make it something that is an outreach and stuff like that. I, just, mm-hmm. I think it's so cool. Well, it kind of hits home for me, Pastor Chris, because um, my dad, um, I don't know if I've told you this story, but he th- was involved with the three-week uh, revival on Austin Beach, a big tent revival in 1970, and coming out of that revival. So um, hippies got saved, um, Hell's Angels 
who had mm-hmm. come in uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, Native Americans off the reservation, and just different cultures that had come to the tent revival and gotten saved. And at the end, they said, where, where do we go? What do we do? We're not going to be accepted in the churches. And, um, and that's when the Lord uh, tapped on my dad to say, feed my sheep. And he opened a, a church here, and our church basically was open to anyone. And it was that they didn't have to change their clothes or cut their hair or take their earrings off or whatever to walk through the doors. And, um, yeah, and that church was started in an old movie theater. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. a lot of, um, I, I know that time period. I know, <laughs> I know I was young, but um, I walked through it, you know, with my dad. And it just, I was always so appreciative that he had that heart. And um, and he always had a uh, multi ethnic congregation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, we it, that is my heart, and I I genuinely think that's most pastors' heart. That whoever walks in, um, you know, they they want to set the example for their congregation. That whoever walks in is um, welcome, and it, it doesn't matter how you smell or how you look. You're 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 welcome in this church. And I think a lot of it sometimes is just the stereotype. Of, of the church, you know, we haven't done, a lot of members of the church over the last 10 years have not done a lot for our reputation and, and our, 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 our credibility. They have not. Yeah. So I think they're especially, you know, and we talked to, we interviewed Corinna about being, you know, one of the LGBTQ plus um, community and, you know, she dealt with it from, uh, from the church when she came out. And I think especially with that community right now, they would be, a lot of them would be afraid to walk into the average church and, you know, wondering, unless they're trying to protest or something like that. And that's never good for anybody. Yeah, they feel like they won't be accepted. Yeah. Like people look down on them or look at them like, you know, what are they doing here? Yeah. Yeah, not to get on a different topic because we're not here to talk about this, but it's um, how do we change the mindset of people in the church that to love someone is not to condone their sin. Yeah. Because that's that's where the problem lies. They think if they show them any amount of love and kindness and friendship that they're condoning some kind of sin. And, and it's like, hello, you just hug that guy and he's a liar and I know it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't have a problem with that. But there's these stereotypical people we have that we think that sin is different. Yeah. And it's just wrong theology. Yeah. I came into Walmart's light there and I'm and I'm thinking to I think it was today. Um if Jesus came to Lake County, where would he go first? Hmm. I don't think he'd go to church. No. I think my thought is Austin Park or Redbud Park, where there are a lot of there are a lot of homeless, where there's difficult people. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe he'd go to the schools and go for the children. Yeah, maybe he would. You know, but this is what we know: Jesus went to all the outskirts. That he went to all the outcasts, mm-hmm. and let let's get on board with 
that yeah. ministry. And I'll talk later a little bit because that's Young Life's, you know, vision is that it's all inclusive. Yeah. Um, well, there, there. Let's go ahead and get into that. Get, <laughs> uh, like I said, she's uh, Debbie is the director of Young Life here in Lake County, and I'm well. I'm excited to talk about that coffee really can yes. be sacred. <laughs> yes. Okay. This, this is anointed. This Subject. is an anointing of the Holy Spirit. Near I'm talking right there. Yes. Near and dear to your heart. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. And it's not Black Rifle. You know, I still want them to sponsor us, but it's not Black Rifle. <laughs> um, but why don't, so why, why don't you start telling uh, tell us a little bit about Young Life in and of itself? Okay. And, and then we'll, or do you want to, you know. Let, let's go into the uh, coffee and we'll head into Young Life. Awesome. So I shared some coffee with Pastor Chris and told him, hey, drink this coffee and see what you think about it. And uh, at some later date, I'll tell you the story behind it. Yep. And, and we so- tried it and we loved it. Brenda and I both loved it. We love to perk coffee. That's To me, that's the best way. Mm-hmm. To, to enjoy coffee is either perked or French press. Do you have an old percolator? Yes. Yes, yeah, so do we. We have a Farberware percolator. Yes. I bought, I think we bought it like five years after we were married or something like that. So it's about 25 years old. Well, the other way, you're just running hot water through coffee. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not the same. Yeah, but it, it I, I loved it. It's, it's a, a wonderful, very rich flavor, but it's, it's not overpowering. It's very delicate. No, but it, oh man, the smell oh. when you open the bag, whether it's beans or it's been ground or when you grind it, mm-hmm. what a luscious smell. I, I don't even care if you're not a coffee drinker. I think you probably like the smell of coffee. There's just something about it. Yeah, I've no one, I've known more than one person that says, I love the smell of coffee. I can't drink it. I know, exactly. <laughs> it is, but it, bring it in. So I, I pity those people. <laughs> <laughs> They just don't know how to live. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just not Christian. Well, you know, when <clears throat> when I was in the moving business, we people would ship the refrigerators, but we advised them to put a sock full of coffee or a container, some loose container of coffee in the refrigerator to absorb odors and yeah. To oh, yeah. make it smell fresher. Hmm. It's a good smell. I love coffee. I, have to rem- uh, I forgot that one. I'm going to... I'd rather have my refrigerator smell like coffee every time I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> That's as good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so the coffee is a wonderful story because um, Young Life, which I will tell you right now, is the fifth largest uh, nonprofit youth organization, oh, wow. fifth largest in the world, and has been around for about eighty years. It was founded by Jim Rayburn in nineteen forty one, and basically was. Uh, founded because he was an assistant pastor at a church who had a real heart for the youth, and his pastor was wise enough to say, Jim, I've got this church stuff. You go to the local school, and you go hang with kids. That's your job. That's what I want you to do. Don't want you to hang your name on an office door. I want you to be out and um, and be with the kids. And, and um, as all great movements start. He found two ladies who lived across the street from the school who every Monday prayed for all those kids in the school. Oh, how cool. And he joined that prayer meeting with those two ladies every Monday and then just started hanging out with 
school and being kids, and through that developed um, club, which is what we call a party with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And basically, we do all kinds of games and music with kids. And remember, this is outreach. This is what the kids want to hear, what the kids want to do. This is not Christian. It's not about what the adults think they should listen to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then about the last 10 to 15 minutes, um, we share a gospel story. We, we give them and begin to let them see who Jesus is. And, um, but young life leaders who have to go through training, who um, have to get checked now and background checked and do all those risk management things and stuff to, in order to become a leader, they just they just do life with kids. They just build relationships with kids. That's and the way Jesus discipled. Is just it, doing life with his with mm-hmm. his guys. It was called incarnational ministry, mm-hmm. and and that's um, and that's what Young Life wants to do. So Young Life in uh, they have camps all around the world, and their camps um, are top-notch. Jim Rayburn wanted kids to experience the best experience a week away from home that they could have. They want it to be the best week they could have. So they're top-notch camps, and um, they bought property in Nicaragua that was a camp already, and on that, it had a coffee plantation and so they kept that going, and they the coffee plantation. Um, so the beans are grown in Nicaragua, and then, um, and so they made it to where it supported that camp. And but they thought, okay, let's let's make this be supportive um, to areas to young life areas everywhere. Yeah. And so um, it's called 41 and Change. Do you have any idea where they got that name? Because it is so... <laughs> that's, it's a cool yeah, name. But it's, you know, Does you it wonder mean about it? the origins of yeah. it. You know what? I have not asked that question, but that yeah. would be a good one to do. I, I even looked on their website and, and they didn't have... <laughs> they don't tell you what the, what the name comes from. Yeah, I do have someone that I email with that he might be able to answer that for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Do that, and then I'll give you an update. There you go. <laughs> um, but it is the top 3% uh, ranked among the top 3% of coffees internationally. That is amazing. Um, and so when you buy the coffee, a percentage goes to support kids going to camp. And in Young Life, when you give anywhere, if you give directly to camp... A hundred percent of the funds goes to help kids and leaders go to camp. Okay. Okay. So unlike if you give regular donations, of course, that go into the operations, then they're subject to the service charges that help, you know, go to internationals or regionals and, um, you know, uh, all that go stuff. to go to all the operations. Administrative and all that but stuff. But they, they did make it to where if people gave, so whenever... <laughs> Like, we're going to be having fundraisers coming up to get kids to camp this mm-hmm. next summer. And when people give to that, 100% goes to help the child or leader get to camp. So, uh, Marty and I signed up. So, they have programs. Marty is her husband, by the way. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My lovely husband. 
my handsome husband, I should say. Um, and um, so you can just buy the coffee and, you know, have it shipped to you, or you can sign up on a subscription mm-hmm. where it's sent every month. And my husband is an avid coffee drinker. I love coffee, although I am one of those that the acid gives me trouble, oh. so I have to drink it very carefully. Um, but we signed up, and so we get five pounds sent every month. So it's $60, of which $12 goes directly to Lake County Youth Camp Fund, and $8 goes to help Nicaragua kids go to awesome. camp. Awesome. So $20 off the top is your donation when you sign up. So if you think about that, $40 for five pounds is only $8 a pound. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad price for coffee today. Not at all. uh, By the poundage. So so we would love to build that program because to have funds coming in monthly and building your camp fund is always a a wonderful thing because... Um, it comes early to us to start raising funds to help kids get, you know, we, we start in February to get them to camp in June, right? So mm-hmm. um, so it's nice to have that. How, how, monthly, does one, but, uh, how does one purchase the coffee? Yes, yeah, so you just have to go to 41change.com and then know that you pick and select whatever coffee it is. And they do have a few different um, selections of mm-hmm. types of coffee. And and you can get it whole bean or ground or but there's deep roast, light roast, you know, the yeah. typical coffees. But then when you go to check out, there'll be a place where you would um, be able to select like a benefactor, mm-hmm. and that's where you would kind of click down and find Lake County Young Life and be able to click on it. And it's as easy as that as you go to that's check awesome. out. and then, That's a great program. And so coffee really can be sacred. <laughs> See? You, you can it bless really people with bless coffee. It. I, su- I suppose we'll have to look for somebody that thinks bacon is, you know. Well, we're working. I'm working on that. I bet you I'm are. Working, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of the one of the things that, that um, I read on the website, 41 and Change website, is that uh, the median age in Nicaragua, because of... It says underdevelopment, wars, and natural disasters. The median age is 21 years old. Wow! And that just breaks my heart. That I mean, you kids that age need older adults to mentor them and to to set the example and stuff like that. And that just wow! And just and and it said because of these harsh realities, many youth become alcoholics, drug addicts, and apathetic about their future. That I mean, the thing is, we have a very similar problem here in the United States. Yes, it does. It, it that kind of thing knows no borders or culture or anything like that. So I I, I praise the Lord for for young life and what y'all are trying to do, are are doing, not trying to do. You're doing. The youth are our ma- future. They're everybody's mm-hmm. future. They absolutely yeah. are. And I I'd love to hear some stories about what you you know what you're doing in in Lake County. Yeah. So um, we, I got hired in October of 2019, and we all know what happened in January of 2020. <laughs> yeah. So my that, daughter went into the Marine Corps. That's what happened. Yeah, I remember that very much. <laughs> I was praying for you guys so hard. Um, so um, nothing about... 
<laughs> it's so typical sometimes for things starting here in Lake County, right? Nothing about our startup as a Young Life brand new area was typical because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my training wasn't typical um, it, because of, you know, the pandemic. And um, But we... When I decided that this is what I would like to do in my, what do you call these, twilight years before you... you, No, 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 they are not, you know, you're not that old. What are the years right before you retire? (laughs) I don't know. To me, you're in kind of the same boat. You're you're a little farther along in the empty nest than Brenda and I, because Brenda and I have just been empty nesters for a couple of years. So this is your, your, this is your freedom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your rainbow years or your sunshine years or something like that. Well, well, here's the thing. I did 36 years of teaching and being the principal of a Christian academy, and I could have retired, Mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't feel ready to retire at the time. And so it was like, well, what else do I want to do? So I went back to get my master's, but coming out of that, um, of course, we had a traumatic thing that Marty got yeah. hit by a bi- on his bicycle. And so coming out of that, it was like, well, I might need to be a breadwinner for yeah. a while, right? Um, and so um, I got really frustrated at it, at it through the... Um, application, you know, mm-hmm. applying for jobs mm-hmm. everywhere. It's so different than when I had done it 36 years before. <laughs> and um, and so um, about six months in, Marty just stopped me one day and said, if you could choose what you want to do, what would what would you choose to do? And because um, during that time, and Young Life had been introduced to me and introduced to the fact that it was ready to come to Lake County. And I said, well, I'd like to bring Young Life to Lake County. He said, then reach out. And I did one more time, and that's how I got hired. And so I, I, I feel very honored. I believe that God chose me for this, to, mm-hmm. to do this, but I also got to choose to do it. And so, um, so I, I get to train um, adults who want to volunteer, um, I get to train them to walk alongside kids. And um, it's kind of funny because our leaders have to come out of churches. And so we're ecumenical in Young Life, meaning we work with all different yeah. Christian churches. Um but it's kind of funny how many but, people. But they prefer Nazarenes. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, they don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a word from our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to actually get a few Nazarenes to sign up. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear that, people? <laughs> um, I. Uh, it's it's kind of funny because they have to go through like uh, six hours of training. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a commitment. Um, we're not going to put just anybody with kids. No. What we do not want is to put someone who will just be another disappointment, to, uh, you know, to a non-fulfilling uh, um, commitment to a child. Is you know, They've already been abandoned, rejected, disappointed. So 
there's a process that I can get to know them and know their commitment is going to be for at least for a while. And um, so, um, but we all know that with working with kids too, um, it's high risk. Mm-hmm. So I was so thankful coming from having worked in Lake County with small groups of people my whole life um, to have a huge organization like this behind you with all the resources you need that you don't have to worry about those things. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the biggest things that that we bring to people, because anyone can go out and choose to mentor a kid. Yeah. Why do you need to sign up? Well, because you do get training on what you say, what you don't say, what, what's right, what's wrong, and and you get some real good footage there. But you also get um, you get an a, a, an eight hundred number that you can call twenty four hours a day and talk to someone who's going to talk you through a situation with a young person. Okay, I'm hoping that most pastors don't want to be that person. So <laughs> you know, but when you work with youth, it could be any time, night, or day yeah. that you have a situation. It's like, what do I do? And um, so to me, that was huge that I could help bring a program of that. Uh, magnitude into Lake County because it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's not so many times I worked with with projects that just fell by the wayside because the purple people burn out because it's usually just a few mm-hmm. and or you can't get funding or you don't you don't you just lack something, right? We just lack something. And so I was I was um Real happy. I mean, it's it is a lot of work too because we do have to raise all of our own funds, and and um, that's part of you know my job as area director to get a committee and get that committee on board with um, doing the business aspect of our area, as well as then the ministry aspect of of it. So what are we doing? We we went ahead and took kids to camp in um, summer of 2021, coming out of COVID. And um, in fall of 21, we started our first uh, middle school club. We call it Wildlife. Isn't isn't that apropos? I I would call it pre-human, but you know, (laughs) you do your... (laughs) Yeah. And so it includes grades five through eight, and we do it the first and third Tuesdays. And that first year we met at Clear Lake Youth Center, and then um, the youth center is now being remodeled. So we went and moved to the Laurel Lake Community Center there at Laurel Lake Park, and we use that building. And um, and we we average around twelve to fifteen kids, not always the same kids. Um, but a core group that we are beginning to really see some some good um, relationships being built. Um, and then um, uh, took kids to winter camp in 21, came around um, summer of 22, took more kids to camp. So the great thing about the camps with Young Life, too, is so... Our main one, which is at Woodleaf, is in Orville, just a couple hours away. Um, that's what we call our outreach camp. That's open mm. to any kids. 
any any kid who wanted to go to camp. Um, and then for kids who do decide that they want a relationship with Jesus and they want to grow their faith and they then we would start a group that's called campaigners where we meet with them at an alternate time other than club and um, and we we've, we've been doing that with some of the wildlife girls and so um, we meet kind of different places sometimes at the park because Part of what Young Life tries to bring into the whole package is physical well-being as well as emotional and mental and spiritual. And so we try to get kids active Mm -hmm. and try to do a lot of fun and adventure with them. And so um, the other things that we did is we did, um, we've done two years of a day camp in the summer in which um, the first one was at Clear Lake Youth Center, and the second one was up at Mandela Wellness Center, which was the old Jellystone up on Cobb. Mm. And they allowed us to use that facility, which we're hoping to be back there again this summer. That's, again, for grades 5 through 8, and they spend 8 hours up there with us. It's a beautiful and, place. Oh, and it's they ride bikes, they swim in the pool, we do big field activities, it, and it's... Um, just a really cool day, although the kids really mostly want to be in the pool because we do it in July. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So July in Lake County, you want to be in the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Even in Cobb. time that. Yeah. Um, we also, in um, um, 20, 2022 January, we took kids to the uh, Rebounders Trampoline Place in Santa Rosa. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. And then this this January of 23, we took 26 kids to the epicenter in Santa Rosa. Which is, what's that? An epi- the epicenter has everything. It has uh, trampolines. It had bowling. It had video games. It has like, what they call it like a, a dark ride type of video, like mm. virtual type of games. Um, wow. It, what was the other thing we did? There's something else we did there. I'm trying to think. Um, anyway, so it's an epicenter. It has multiple a, things. That huge is wonderful. Facility. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we got to do that in January, and then um, we're heading in again to take kids to summer camp this summer. But there's another camp. So we have our outreach, but for kids who who do want to grow more and have a little different experience, maybe they've gone to camps kind of before, they do what they call Adventure Camp in Santa Cruz. And Adventure Camp is a much smaller uh, number of kids, 50, 60 kids, but we um, we leave camp every day to go do an adventure. And so we, we river walked. We did um, bike riding next to the ocean. We did surfing. Did you go Bigfoot hunting? <laughs> we did a night hike, and we were looking. <laughs> we were in the redwoods there. That, we were looking. That's more of an answer than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching out for him, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, we did a night night hike that went up to where you could see all out over Santa Cruz. And, oh, that must have been gorgeous. Yeah, it's a um, beautiful place. So that, to me, has been one of my favorite camps. I've gone twice, took kids twice. Um, and um, 
I, I had some bucket list things there, right? Because I went to college in Santa Cruz, mm. never surfed. Oh. Never. So did you do that? I surfed. Oh, how cool. I saw pictures okay. she did. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you, I think it's a... Oh, a wonderful feat just to get into the wetsuit, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, to tell you that thing, I'm, oh, man. But everybody gets into them, and they make sure that everyone has a chance. And then it was carrying the surfboard that was kind of hard for me. Well, your arm's not. I'm not big. <laughs> yeah, I'm not big, and that was a little tougher. But I did it. I, I did not. I rode waves in, but I did not stand up. I got up to my knees, but I never stood all the way. I do have um, a compressed disc in my back, and so I was a little leery. Well, you got farther than this fat old man would ever, <laughs> yeah. would ever have gotten. Right? <laughs> but that's a cool yeah. feeling, just having the, net, the waves take you pretty fast. It too. was it was something. And what was amazing to me is how well wetsuits work. If yeah. I had known that, I would have tried you. But I don't, I'm not a cold water person. Oh, Me neither. Mm-hmm. And so Santa Cruz is not terribly warm as, as ocean water. At any yeah. time of the year. Yeah. And so I, I, it never appealed to me when I was even younger because I just wasn't. But, um, you know, uh, young life teaches you and teaches leaders uh, that you lead by example. And so if you want your kids participating, you are participating. So anything we do at camp and stuff, leaders are participating. They're doing it with kids, messy games, whatever, right? Um, and so I, I can tell you that I, I had two girls standing on the shore and um, the others were out and, it, and uh, the main, um, one of the main ladies that were helping um, came over and she says, Debbie, you got to pull up your big boy leader pants and you got to get those girls into the water. And it was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, so we did. And do you know, it was those two girls who that night in cabin time said this was the best day ever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what you get to do with experiencing adventure with with kids and plus every thing we went to do they they would speak to the kids about how that related to life and and how god was going to be with you in those big steps you have to take or in you know so just learning and uh using every moment just to um just to help kids mm-hmm. know about life. So um, I love that. And then there's another one that they do that I have every summer have tried to get kids to go, but they actually do an adventure camp in Baja. Ooh, that oh, sounds wow. Fun. But you have to have your passport for that. Mm-hmm. And um, But that one adds service. So we go into a town and we do something for the people of the town. And so I would really love to experience that one. But parents have been very leery to um, to well, take that step to get a passport and then to allow their kids to travel across the border. So I haven't found some yet. Well, and so. I mean, that part of California has a reputation for being kind of the Wild West. So I, I, I understand it. I just hate to see them. 
hold back, hold their kids back from an, an amazing experience. Do parents like that. have an option to go along or no? They can. The one I actually asked the dad to go because he had already trained because he had taken his boys, but it it didn't work out timing wise for that. But but yeah, I would definitely say, hey, I'll train you if you want to be the leader that goes on this trip. I'm mm-hmm. not being, you know, if that would get kids there. Um, so that one is still out there. But the other thing we can do as kids, like maybe go to camp a couple of years, we can choose a different Young Life camp to go to. Mm. And evidently, Washington camp, they call it Washington camp, but it's up in Oregon. Go figure. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. We Christians don't we don't make sense all the time. <laughs> I know we don't. <laughs> but I've heard that one is fantastic. It's got super slides at the pool and all kinds of wonderful things. So when I took girls to Lost Canyon in 2021, um, Woodleaf wasn't open that summer. It didn't reopen yet. And so we went to Lost Canyon and it's in um uh, what's the name of that town? Anyway, we drove up from, we flew to Phoenix and drove in a car for mm. a couple hours. And um, it was like a resort. It had zip lines, slides at the pool, big, huge swings, you know, those four-man swings and uh, archery, you know. Hunt <laughs> that sounds and, like heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah, so... I love that I can get Lake County kids to experience some of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, and the more leaders I can train means more kids being walked with. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the hardest thing for me is, is I'd have a hundred people out there doing it when it, it's a slow process to get people on board to be leaders. But I wish... I wish they were. So if anyone's listening and wants to, please get a hold of me because we are always wanting more kids to be walked with. Well, and, and this is, you know, we're on all these platforms and there's a, there a lot of people listen to us in other states and other countries. If you're interested in this at all, find your local yes. young life leader and talk to them. And, you know, especially if you're a pastor, how your church can help. Um, with the, with this, and so it doesn't have to be just here in Lake County. We no. love it. We love it. Do it if you're here in Lake County, but it's anywhere. That's it's right. An That's international organization. Right. Yes. yes, so many kids, including some I know rather well, their lives consist of going to school because they have to, and coming home and sticking video games in, yeah. you know, and just playing video games till they have to go to bed. So, they're. They kids now have separation anxiety from their, their phones, phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so when they go to camp, their phones are turned in. They don't have them for five and days. They learn that they can survive. With they yes. absolutely <laughs> do. And in fact, I had a high school last summer. I was saying, "Oh, you know what? We're we're leaving. You guys are gonna have your phone back." She said, "I don't know if I want it back." <laughs> Amen. You know, and yep. and I so I love that part but some kids have said no to camp because they didn't they knew that was going to be the rule so that that separation anxiety is a real thing and um we just did a valentine's day party for the girls and um several times girls went off to the side to be on their phone and i would say you know what you always have that you don't always have this come be present in the moment 
with us that come rejoin. And so you have to lure them back in, but they just, it's a real thing. It's a, it's a fight. Well, every time I hear you talk about Young Life and the, the changes that you're making and, the, and the, the, the lives that you're touching, it just blesses me so much. And I want to give Debbie, you and Young Life something that I've only reserved for me and the awesome. Here. That is the highest award that this podcast can give. <laughs> and that is not meant in sarcasm in any way, shape, or form. Oh, I feel so blessed. <laughs> well, th- thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Debbie. Th- again, this is Debbie Fiedler, the director of Young Life in Lake County. And if you are... Uh, if, if you are in another state or another country, con- if you're in, if you're feeling the Lord, you know, touching your heart in any way, get in touch with someone from Young Life. It is yes. the, you can you can help in so many ways. If just like the two ladies that that helped start the whole thing off, if it's if it's prayer that you want to offer, yes. find out how you can and, and 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 just start doing it. Oh, let me let me add that if I could because we've we. The Lord told me in the beginning that prayer was going to be the basis of success of Young Life in Lake County. And so we, as a committee, um, um, came up with uh, setting our alarms at 7.07, either a.m. or p.m. or both. And when you uh, hear your alarm, pray for kids. Pray them by name. Any kids you know. Let's keep them in the throne room of God Amen. and and really pray. And I believe that that's where we're going to see the biggest change for kids is if we pray for them. And, and the reason you chose 707 is because that's the, the area code in Lake County, the phone area code in Lake County. And so. it used to be the only area code. Now, now they're now adding one. Now an intruder. <laughs> Unfortunately. We'll save that lament for another <laughs> show. But thank you so much, dear. I'm so yes. glad that you you joined us. Let's. I I, I want to pray with you before yeah, before we great. go. Uh, Holy God, uh, we praise you for this organization, uh, this this group of of adults who you have led with your Holy Spirit to make a difference in the lives of these of so many young people and to reach them for Christ, Lord, expanding the kingdom. And in the name of Jesus, I I ask you to bless Debbie and uh, all of the people in Lake County who are working with Young Life and and who are reaching out to the the children here. Lord, be their strength. Uh, Be the thought that is in their head to, to bless them and to keep them, Lord. We praise you in advance for what we know you are going to continue to do through Young Life, not just here in Lake County, but in, in this entire world, Lord, and may, that you will continue to make a difference in these lives and, and you continue to leave the, lead these children to Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank well, thank you, you so much. It is, it's been a blessing um, for you to be here. And next week, we'll we'll be back again. Uh, uh, Just remember, you know, God smiles when he sees you. 